It's a bit controversial. It's a bit confusing. It's a bit misleading. And it's a bit weird. Let's look at the acronym TULIP today on the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. You can help me out by spreading the love and telling a friend about the podcast. And I would love to hear from you. This is a really small podcast, and any email I get is pretty exciting. So send me your corrections, your suggestions, or just to say hi. All of that is great. Okay, let's get on to today's episode. John Calvin was the greatest mind of the Protestant Reformation. Those who generally adopt his way of seeing the Bible and Christianity are called Calvinists. Generations after he lived, his followers found a way to describe some of the distinctive aspects of his views about how people are redeemed. And so they coined the acronym TULIP. Sometimes people assume that Calvin created this acronym. He did not. Sometimes people think that this is the essence of Calvin's theology. It is not. Nonetheless, these distinctives in the doctrines of grace and redemption are important, and the acronym is actually pretty helpful with limitations and qualifications that I will show you. So, the acronym TULIP stands for Total Depravity, Unconditional Election, Limited Atonement, Irresistible Grace, and Perseverance of the Saints. Let's go through each of them. The T in TULIP represents Total Depravity a fundamental doctrine of Calvinism. Total depravity asserts that human beings are born in a state of spiritual corruption and moral inability due to the fall of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. This doctrine does not mean that individuals are as wicked as they could be, but rather that every aspect of human nature, including the will, the intellect, the emotions, the perceptions, the body, the desires, everything, is affected by the fall. It is all broken and or sinful to some degree. Total depravity reflects the pessimistic view of human nature within Calvinism, emphasizing humanity's inability to choose God without divine intervention. We love him because he first loved us. And Jesus said, no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up on the last day. The U in TULIP stands for unconditional election, which is the belief that God, before the foundation of the world, chose certain individuals for salvation without regard to their merits or actions. In other words, God's choice is not contingent upon anything humans do or will do, but is solely based on His sovereign will. It implies that some individuals are predestined for eternal life while others are not. This is difficult for many people to believe or to accept. I remember a New Testament professor of mine taking a question after class about this, and the professor listened carefully to the question and simply said, go read Romans chapter 9 and then come back and we'll talk. Well, a week later, I was there when that student approached the professor again. Presumably, the student had read Romans 9, which talks about God choosing some for eternal life and some for death. For example, in verse 18, it says, So then, he has mercy on whomever he wills, and he hardens whomever he wills. And the student started by saying, I read Romans 9, but the thing is, and the professor stopped him right there and said, 
I have not made any assertions or arguments. If you're arguing now, you're arguing with the Holy Scriptures. I heard Pastor Tim Keller addressing someone at a question and answer time in this way. Uh, They were asking about this doctrine, and he said, are you a Christian? And the person said, yes. Do you have a friend who is not a Christian? Yes. Okay, the pastor asked, why are you a Christian and your friend is not? Well, because I believed and my friend did not. That's right. So why did you believe and your friend did not? Well, because when I heard the gospel, it made sense to me, but it didn't make sense to her. Okay, good. Why did it make sense to you and not to her? You don't have to answer that, but uh, the pastor went on. But you can see how I can keep asking the question. And if I keep asking the question, you'll have to get back to one of two basic answers. Either one, you are better in some way. You are smarter, you are more spiritually sensitive, more humble, or maybe your family is better, or your church is better, or your language is better. Some version of you is better than her. That's option number one. Option number two is, God just chose me, not for any virtue or goodness in me, but simply because he loves me. You see, option number one means that somehow you are better than others. And this is a cause for pride and arrogance. But Tulip reminds us that redemption comes not from any goodness in me, but from the goodness in God himself. I am not redeemed because of anything that I have done, but only because he chose to redeem me. The L in Tulip stands for limited atonement, sometimes referred to as particular redemption. This doctrine asserts that Jesus Christ's atonement on the cross was effective only for the elect, those who were chosen by God for salvation. It is so poorly named, because imagine it, here's something so wonderful and beautiful as the atonement, and someone wants to limit it. Well, the idea is that the atonement of the cross is big enough for everyone, but it's effective only for those who are saved. This is in contrast to the view that says that the cross of Jesus atones for sins generally. It atones for all sins of all people equally with no distinction. But limited atonement says the work of Jesus and his atonement on the cross is available for all, but it is effective only for the elect. Calvinists say that if my sins are atoned for by the work of Jesus, then my redemption is secured for sure. Opponents say that atonement is just the beginning. Atonement of sin makes redemption available, but there's more to do. There's more of redemption that needs to happen past atonement. It's better termed particular redemption, but that doesn't really fit the acronym. Particular redemption means that the cross of Jesus is effective for particular people, and those people are redeemed by the work of Jesus on the cross. The I in TULIP represents irresistible grace, also known as effectual calling. This doctrine says that those whom God has elected for salvation will inevitably come to faith because his grace will overwhelm any resistance or obstacles. There may be many, many obstacles, and you can resist his grace for a long time, but ultimately he will win the fight between you and him. Think about the Apostle Paul. When he was fighting against God, God had to knock him off his pony and strike him blind. 
But Paul finally found Jesus to be irresistible. Irresistible grace emphasizes God's sovereignty in the process of salvation, highlighting that it is ultimately God's work, not the result of human effort or choice. It is closely tied to the idea of predestination, as it suggests that God's divine purpose will inevitably be be fulfilled in the lives of the elect. C.S. Lewis famously said that he came to Christ kicking and screaming, that Jesus had to drag him away from his unbelief, but eventually God did get his way. The final letter in the TULIP acronym, P, stands for Perseverance of the Saints. It's often referred to as once saved, always saved, or sometimes perseverance of the Savior. This doctrine asserts that those who are truly saved and belong to the elect cannot lose their salvation and that they will persevere or continue in the faith. Once a person is regenerated by God's grace and brought into a saving relationship with him, they will continue in faith and obedience throughout their life. Perseverance of the saints provides assurance to believers that their salvation is secure and cannot be forfeited. It is seen as the logical conclusion of the other doctrines in the TULIP acronym, as it affirms that God's sovereign work of salvation is both effective and enduring. So we might call it perseverance of the saints because of the Savior. So that's the TULIP acronym, Total Depravity, Unconditional Election, limited atonement, irresistible grace, and perseverance of the saints. They are often called the doctrines of grace. Not all Christians affirm these doctrines. Some deny them all, and I think that they are wrong, but they can still be Christians for sure. These are things that I think are worth discussing, discussing vigorously, but they are not worth breaking fellowship. Brothers and sisters can disagree about these matters, even though they are really important. Some people like some of the points of TULIP, but not others. But as I see it, they all hang together. That is, they are all biblical, and they all fit together logically. To deny one pretty much requires a denial of the others, and affirmation of one pretty much requires affirmation of the others. I'm a firm believer in the doctrines of grace, because I see them in the Bible. Maybe in the future I'll do an episode on each of them individually and show the biblical evidence that supports them. If you would like to hear me do that, please let me know. The doctrines of grace remind us just how much God loves us. Without his love, we are lost in the world. I have nothing in me that drew his attention to me. He just loves me. I contributed nothing to my salvation but the need for it. And the same is true for you. Thanks be to our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Gospel Gumbo Podcast. I would love to make season two, but I need to make sure that it is worthwhile. So I'm paying attention to three things. Downloads, feedback, and money. It costs money to publish a podcast and not a small amount of work. Now, if you'll give me just $5 once, I'll give you your own private podcast link that will have all the episodes from season one without any advertising, plus 10 extra bonus episodes. At various levels, you'll also get a lot of other cool stuff. Now, I'm not looking for a subscription, just a one-time purchase that will help me to know that this podcast has been helpful and that you would like me to make another season. 
Look for the show notes of this episode to find the link to give money. Podcasts are getting gobbled up by big corporations and conglomerates. Independent podcasters like me need your support. Thanks so much.